The OC Bombers podcast is available worldwide and is heard on six continents and over 30 countries. Please subscribe and listen on your preferred podcast app and leave us a good review. You know, I keep yeah. burping up the garlic. Oh my God. Tom Brady just announced that he's a change. He announces he will return to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for 2022. Oh, good for him. Do people ever go away, Scott? You know, I love it, you know, when uh, people return. And listen, we're never going away. We're going to live forever with these podcasts. Of course we will. But, you know, we'll just one day we'll just say, Tori, just hit it. Welcome to the OC Bombers Podcast, and now, here's Neil. Hey, Scotty, how are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, buddy? Fantastic. Number 130. 130, as wow. in 130 pounds, which is 58.967 kilograms. Okay. If, if you're into the metric thing. So, my current weight in kilograms uh-huh. is approximately 108. 9 kilograms. So, so so people do the math. Do the math, you can figure it out. <laughs> He's giving you the key there. Uh, I wish you That'll be an al- so that'll, much lower. That, that'll be that'll be an algebra uh, <laughs> the algebraic equation. Solve for x. Here. So what else is going on, Scotty? Today in history. That's let's get thought. that let's get that done, huh? Let's see. Let's in 1781, William Herschel sees what he thinks is a comet. 1781. But is actually the discovery of Uranus. Oh. <laughs> so on this day in 1781, we discovered Uranus. <laughs> get it? Got it. Okay. <laughs> is that never not funny? Oh, it's always funny. But then didn't, didn't it fall, didn't like Go away and come back at one time. Or no, something? that was Pluto. That was, Pl- it was oh, a Pluto. planet. <laughs> then it wasn't. Then it, but Uranus. It, was, it wasn't Uranus. Uranus has always been there. <laughs> or Uranus. I like when they tried to uh, get everybody to pronounce it differently. Um, Uranus. But Uranus has I always been Carl there. I think Carl Sagan right? called it oh in the cosmos Uranus. Mm-hmm. It's like no, it's Uranus. Mm-hmm. In 1852, the Uncle Sam cartoon made its debut in the New York Lantern Weekly. Really. 1852. So, Uncle Sam, I want you. Uh-huh. And then in 1894, we're going to love this, Neil. 1894. JL. This is, this is all like, um, you know, 19th century stuff we got going yeah, on yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, dude. Today <laughs> in history, man, I'm going way back. J.L. Johnstone of England. Johnstone. Hello. Hello, how are you? England invents the horse racing starting gate. Oh, very important. Which makes me think we got to go back to the Preakness. The horses are on the track. And that's today in history, but today, today in, in music, music history, history in 1971, Scotty. Ooh, 71, okay. Brew and Shipley entered the U.S. singles chart with, with One Toke Over the Line. The one song, which featured Grateful Dead's Jerry Garcia on steel guitar, which I did not know until today. No way. You, Mr. Deadhead? I did not know he played on the song. It peaked at number 10, despite being banned by radio stations for its drug references. Brew and Stripley maintained the word toke meant token, as in ticket, hence the line waiting downtown at the railway station, one toke over the line. I do not believe that. (laughs) 1971. Do you believe that? I remember that. I remember that controversy. (laughs) But I did not know Garcia played in a thing. I'm just, I'm in shock about that. You learned something new on the OC Bombers podcast. Who knew? Who knew? And that was today today in music music history. history. (laughs) All right, Neil, you you have a story for me. You're going to spin a tale. I love when you tell me a story. (laughs) Should I get a nice hot cup of cocoa? Or your bourbon. I think your bourbon will work. Or my bourbon. (laughs) 
<laughs> the bourbon's very versatile. <laughs> yes, it pairs well with everything. Um, right. So Scott, we talked about this a, a few, like maybe last last couple of weeks. Brady Bunch star um, Barry Williams, Barry Williams, aka Greg Brady, Greg Brady, was coming to the Dallas Expo Center for the Capital Remodel and Garden Show. Right, right, and and you were freaked out that like, he would so, show up. Wait, so then I like look. He was like, but it wasn't like he was plugging some reason. He's plugging his recently appeared HGTV's very Brady renovation from 2019. We talked about that on the show. Yeah, that was two years ago. Where they still plugging that? Where, where they where they took the um, you know, they they. The- the, the exterior the Brady, of the house. Right. And they made it right. And he, and the inside was nothing like the set. Right. So they made it look like that. All right. So the question. He's quest- still doing that. So the question I have to myself, is it money or ego? Right. That's my question. Right. So then I kind of little digging, <laughs> digging into this thing about first I want to go into uh, Barry Williams head a little bit, but then we'll go into a little bit. <laughs> you got to, you got to get through the, the, the so curly guess, hair. Guess what? Well, here's, before we get to this, who has the highest net worth of all the Brady kids? Oh, great question. I'm going to say Bobby invested wisely. It was Chris Knight at ten million dollars. See Peter Brady, my number one from the March. <laughs> number three, and um, you know, and, yeah, and then number two was Bar- Barry Williams at six million. Okay, nice. That's still all a right. Nice and chunk then Marsha, Marsha, and uh, and um, Jan, five million dollars, and yeah, Bobby and um, and Cindy, not so much two million dollar net worth because they're the youngest, right? But anyway, six million dollars, he ain't do for the money. He's like he doesn't. I mean, he he. All right, so he has to eat mac and cheese once a week. All right, he can live, right? He can live on six million, right? Little spaghetti on the on the pasta, he could do it, right? Just a little butter on the noodles. That's all he's got. Sacrifice, do. right? Why go for the tomato I mean, sauce? I mean, maybe maybe that maybe the top round, not the sirloin. All right, cut quarters at six million, you could do it, right, Scotty? So your original question: money or ego? Right, right. I say money. Yes. yes. Ego. Yes. All right. Why not? So then I said, because how old is he now? Um, he was born in nineteen, so he's sixty-four. He was, okay, right. Sixty. Yeah. Why not? If people want to see Greg Brady, what's that, what else does he have right. to do? All right. But then I said, like, what do what do people get for appearances? Yes. Oh, I'm. Oh, I'm very interested in this. All right. So, so there was different. Ca- this is from the um. By the, by the way, um, the celebrity booking index on the olbg.com and website. Scruffy has gotten us on. Oh this? yeah, yeah, we're up before. Oh, okay. uh, well, not yet. Though. This, this is gonna. This is what. This is where the end, end of the story is gonna be. How we're gonna like couch ourselves in, in this contract for parents. Perfect. So I want you to start thinking about this. So reality stars, right? That's the first thing. Okay. Okay. The highest ones are like the uh, Adam Lamberts. I don't even know these people. Oh, uh, Adam Lambert from American Idol, Queen. Chip Gaines. Chip Gaines is from Debbie uh, Gibson. A hundred hundred thousand dollars for an appearance. Uh, a home home and garden network right. or Chip Gaines. Right. Yeah, he does renovations. Jesse Palmer. A hundred thousand dollars. Jessica Simpson. Now the lowest person on the list. You ready for this? Jack Osborne at seventy five hundred dollars. Seventy five hundred. For Jack Osborne. Yeah. Neil, I think we're a steal <laughs> at like twenty five hundred. Don't you think? I don't know. All right. So what do you think sports figures are making? Uh, a lot, a lot, yeah, yeah. So because don't they also charge extra for autographs then? Right. So, so the, it's like a Michael Jordan or or a Phil oh. Mickelson, like a million dollars. Yeah. But then the uh, the lowest one of uh, we got Steve Lundquist. <laughs> that name rings a bell. But he was what? from the 1984 Summer Olympics in the 100 <laughs> metal metal bench growth. <laughs> oh my gosh! God bless he you, gets Steve 20, Lundquist. He gets twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> Like I said, we're a bargain at 2500 Scruffy. 
Get us on that. And then, of course, then we got music genres. This, oh. the, the, the music genre one, the, the highest music genre one is R&B, which was a two, average of $2.5 million appearance. Ooh. The lowest is gospel music at $28,000 appearance. That's still a lot of money. Oh, right. Now, this is a just classic, to show up. This isn't to sing. This is not to sing. This is just to show up. Yes, I looked into this. Now, what do you think? I mean, this is what we could once with the podcast. What do you think? I think we could start at like 5K to 10, 5 to 10K. I mean, if yeah, Ozzy like Osbourne said, kid is getting 7,500 bucks, I mean, we're more popular than him, right? And better looking. By <laughs> oh, a big margin. Um, and when I said 2,500, I'm talking a piece. So, yeah, 5,000, yeah. All right, scruffy like work on that. So anyway, um, Greg Brady doing a shtick, collecting probably $100,000 for that, right? And why wouldn't you? If, if you were Greg Brady, why wouldn't you do it? Yeah, sure, I'll go to Dulles. Okay, but he's going to go to Northern, Northern, all right, Northern Virginia is not so bad, but I can you imagine some of the places he's got to go to to oh, do this? I'm, I'm sure some of the heartland <laughs> places, are, there's just not much going on, right? Come on, Scott, me and you in a bus tour across the country? Let's make that happen, Let's y'all. do it. All right, thank you. And that is my uh, little script uh, for the day. Thank you. Love it. All right, Neil, today's topic, the OC Bombers News Desk. We we haven't done our crazy news stories in a while, so I thought, uh, let's go ahead and do that. What do you say? What do you say, huh? I'm I'm excited. Now I think there'll be monkeys in my future here, but we'll continue. News (laughs) and comment with the OC Bombers podcast. Remember, comment too, um, right? News and comment. I know. I'm, I'm writing it's notes. Like, Look, I'm getting a piece of paper. I'm ready to make notes because you talk, you you speak very fast. Uh, Paul wait, Harvey. Wait a second. Do the, do the people at home take notes when they well, listen to the podcast? And they, <laughs> good day. Yes. Uh, absolutely they do if your name's Kelly. Yes. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, how about just everybody right now? Let's take a little pause. Yeah. Gra- grab a piece of paper. Because you and might a learn something. Or you know what? Even go to your uh, app on your phone, uh, the Notes app. Yeah, you could do Take that. Take some notes right. and give us feedback. Right. But please pay attention. This yeah. is these news stories are hard hitting yeah. and informative. Right, and these are things you're not watching, and you know, on channels on on, on the seven o'clock news. No, because uh, Henry Tenenbaum and PM Magazine is no longer on Neil. Okay. All right, sure. And I think there's going to be four people that remember that. I, Maybe Sir John Thompson. I'm not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Neil, our first news story is high-class dining. High-class dining. I do like a high-class dining. You know that, Scotty. Oh, I'm intrigued. Dateline, Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. Oh, we like that. Or Ben Salam, depending on where you're from, at a Golden Corral restaurant. Oh, love the Golden Corral. A lack of steak at a Pennsylvania Golden Corral buffet may be what led dozens of people to duke it out in a viral video. I've, I've actually seen this video. <laughs> there was two parties in line waiting for steak. Somebody had to cut in front and then started being picky and finicky about the steaks and taking too long. And then somebody else spoke up and said something I guess the other party didn't like. Then it looks just like it turned into an all-out brawl. Is this in Alabama or Ben Salem? <laughs> I, mean, I just wanted to... <laughs> That's my Pennsylvania, Southern Pennsylvania oh, accent. Okay. <laughs> More than 40 people were seen throwing punches oh, and sure. chairs. Not just punches, but chairs. And you saw did, this. Did, did, did you yeah. see the video of this? I have not. Oh, it's, it's, it's wild. <laughs> uh, so have you been to a Golden Corral? I love the Golden Corral. I have, I have not been to one. Really? I have not you been to one in probably 20 years, just to be fair. The last time I was there, I think, was, uh, I don't know if I've told this story before. Uh, Kelly and I had a wedding anniversary. Uh-huh, right. The kids were little, and uh, Rory's t-ball team was at a key, uh, Keys game, mm-hmm. and they got to walk on the field, 
and it was raining the entire time. Mm-hmm. So they walked on the field during the rain. We sit there another half an hour in the rain. Game is canceled. So we're like, okay, it's our anniversary. We're all hungry. Everybody's right. hangry. Right. We go to Golden Corral. Okay. It's packed. Oh. Madness. No fights. We sit down. We're eating. The kids are just crying, right. just ornery. And we sit there and look at each other and like, happy anniversary, honey, <laughs> at the Golden Corral. Oh, yeah. You had the chocolate fountain. They did not have the chocolate wonderfall yet. Oh, man. But now it's all you can eat steak. And the, and breakfast. The, the turkey is the carbon. The, the, oh, it's good, man. It's, it's nice. Fresh carbon meats. It's not bad. I mean, you're not going there for, you know, you're filling your belly up. I am shocked and surprised at your answer there. I like high-class <laughs> dining. <laughs> All right, Neil, let's take a break. When we come back, feedback and a lot more stories. What do you say? Fantastic. Have you ever wanted to eat balls with Neil and Scott? Well, now you can with OCB Bourbon Balls. What kind of balls are you talking about? OCB Bourbon Balls. Each one of these OCB Bourbon Balls are handmade by Artisan Craft Guild members with non-organic and climate-friendly chocolate honey and a whole lot of bourbon. OCB Bourbon Balls are a new taste sensation to tickle your taste buds. This isn't some old man candy you carry around in your pants pocket. These are delicious. Hi, this is Larry McLaughlin. I would come back from the dead to eat these OCB Bourbon Balls. Yum! Eat balls with Neil and Scott. OCB Bourbon Balls, that is. Scruffy says OCB Bourbon Balls pair well with a nice big glass of bourbon. Eat some OCB Bourbon Balls with Neil and Scott. Available at all OCB Roadside Convenience Store locations. Please do not drive while under the influence of OCB Bourbon Balls. So, Neil, do you think those people took their steaks and held it under the chocolate wonderfall? <laughs> Dipped their steaks in chocolate? I hope so. Not bad. Or you could take the shrimp, the, the all-you-can-eat shrimp, shrimp mm-hmm. and dunk it in chocolate. Now, I'm not suggesting you go to every but once in a while and go to Grimm's, okay? You're not doing it every week. I'm still shocked and frightened by your statement. Okay. And we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available with all of your favorite uh, podcasting apps. Neil. Yes, ready for a... Toilet joke. joke of the, the 100 best toilet jokes of all time. Today, of Scott. All time. Yes. How do you stop a skunk from smelling? I don't know, Neil. How do you stop a skunk from smelling? Hold its nose. <laughs> wow. Um, I yeah, might kind ed- of obvious, but I might right. I might edit before I read it now. <laughs> I we might not have a hundred after this. Sorry, <laughs> that's <laughs> two in a row. Uh, let's let's open up the feedback machine let's, let's real do quick. That, yes. All right, my favorite sister-in-law, Laura. Uh-huh. I believe she's caught up on the podcast. Yeah, I, I saw that. I, she remembers Mexican radio song. Yes. And she liked the she liked the REM song. She likes the REM song, and she said, "Fun fact: instead of going to Ocean City for Senior Week, she went to Athens, Georgia, yeah. to go around the stomping grounds of REM and the B-52s." That's, that's really cool, Laura. That's really, awesome. Really dedicated, Sir John Thompson. Uh huh. Remember your little HR mishap when you were younger yeah, with yeah, Melrose? Yeah. Uh-huh. Melrose. Mel- Melrose. Here's what Sir John Thompson had to say. When Mr. Alderodi had his HR issues, was it because Melrose put him in his place? <laughs> Melrose Place was I, a TV show in I the 90s. Yes, I got yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually 
when he said that to us, I didn't think it was, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for listening, Sir John. Feedback on the Mart. We on did the Mart. Mart last week. Oh, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see this. Neil mentioned older Cindy Brady was kind of a dotyism as she got older. But don't forget, there was an actual dotyism on the Brady Bunch. That's correct. It was um, Cousin Oliver. Oliver, that's correct. Remember yes, him? Yes, yes, the yes, yes. Uh, John Denver looking yes, little yes, kid? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And uh, Laura agrees with my candy bar Mart, the way I ordered them. And she questions why Three Musketeers and Milky Way were even on the list because they are horrible. She does not like them. <laughs> Another reason why I like Laura. Laura. Uh, Sir John Thompson, he said, maybe it's a Maryland thing, but Butterfingers and Baby Ruths go hand in hand. I'm not quite sure what that means. I don't. I don't. Like they're it, it, both you know what? good, or you always. Get I mean, them you grew together. up in the country. I grew up in the, in, the, in the city, and I don't know what Maryland is, but it wasn't. We, I don't I, know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not tracking. So, clarification, please, Sir John. Uh, and Laura also said she highly recommends drinking around the world at the Epcot Center, yes. like you did. So, you're going to do that, Scotty. I think it's, I see that in your I, future. It, it's on the list. <laughs> I tell you that much. And you know, you know who else remembers? You are there with Walter Cronkite. Yes, Bud. Yeah, I are, do. I do, before you guys, I do. I did make one mistake. I said it was on Sunday morning where I grew up. It was on Saturday. It was on Saturday morning, eleven thirty. Every Saturday, like from eleven, eleven to like eleven thirty, right after. Oh, you know, right, what? right after, right after Fat Albert. I was maybe watching WWF wrestling a little bit uh-huh. then, but that's our feedback. Thank but, but, you, no, but, everybody. But but, but you didn't mention Bud. Bud mentioned that though. He liked the. Uh, I did say Bud from North Central Pennsylvania. Drink. I guess I'll drink. Let's get back to the OC Bombers News Desk. This story is called A Penny for Your Thoughts. Penny for Your Thoughts. Now, hopefully I get the accent right on this one, Neil. A Georgia man received his final paycheck in over 90,000 oil-soaked pennies from a disgruntled former employer. 90,000. Andreas Flatten of Fayetteville, Georgia, had a pile of 91,515 pennies on his driveway with a note from his former boss that read, you. (laughs) Uh, According to the interviews, the penny pile was the work of Miles Walker, the owner of the Auto Works body shop. Walker had reportedly denied Flatten his last paycheck. Coinstar, as you know, they're in grocery stores where you yeah, dump sure, your sure, pennies right, right, and right, change yeah. in there. Right, right. They came to Flatten's assistance and helped him pick up the heaps of coins that were stored in a wheelbarrow in his driveway, and the wheels had deflated from the staggering amount of weight, and it turned out to be about $1,000. Okay. It was a shock and frustrating <laughs> to be paid in this manner, and it was an extra burden that pennies were covered with an oily substance, Flatten said. Walker, Flatten's former employee, yeah. has been accused of creating a hostile work environment and is said to have ripped up pay stubs in front of workers and demeaned female employees. He sounds like a real peach. When, Georgia peach, that is. <laughs> when... Questioned by local media about the strange penny saga, Walker called Flatten a <laughs> weenie. <laughs> so the auto works store has received a flood of negative Yelp and Google reviews. I would say so. So my question on this, Neil, <laughs> is, is this why Scruffy pays us in things? Exactly. <laughs> 
and they're not and they're not covered in oil. <laughs> no, thank goodness, an oily substance. So just insane. This this old boss sounds like a real piece of work. He just, I don't, I'm still not, do we hear why he did this? I missed uh, it. He was just disgruntled. He didn't want to pay him. The guy was leaving and didn't want to pay him. Give him his last paycheck. That's a lot of pennies to accumulate. Where does he get that many pennies? Well, oh, that's a great question. Who? I don't know. Why does he have so many pennies? Would he go to a bank and get them and then cover them in an oily substance? I don't know. Now, you know I have a five-pound barrel of pennies up in my, in my house. Yes. That, that my, my dad had my dad has got done for each of his children. Each yep. one of us have a five-gallon one of these things. And this, I mean, if I, we've had this thing for, since we've been married for 30, 30, 37 years. So there's got to be a lot of pennies in there. And we think that's probably... John Tom, Sir John Thompson's fascinated with this penny thing, by the way. You know what? Uh, in the Montgomery household yes. growing up, we used to have a big, like five gallon uh-huh. glass penny jar too. And now I just have an apple juice jar right. that I use. So I don't, I still have it. I'm going to, uh, Sophie or Jess or whoever my other grandchildren are, it's yours one day, but just, Ooh. just, just don't do it out of spite, Neil. Okay. Well, not. Or, 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 hey, listen, um, Wilbur, what's the guy's name? Flatten. No, the, the, oh, the, the Walker. Boss. Walker, Walker. If you, if you need more pennies, come talk to me. <laughs> I know I'm sentimental, but if he wants them really bad, I have a price. <laughs> Neil, I guess uh, the lesson to be learned here is just don't be a weenie about this. Exactly, okay, exactly. Penny for your thoughts. All right, Neil, our next story from the OC Bombers podcast news desk. You've. Hold on. Cut the music, Scruff. You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Dateline, 70 miles southeast of Blacksburg in Fielddale, Virginia. So right down there in Roanoke, the southern western part of Virginia. Uh, Virginia. Well, the local sheriff's department came across a suspect while investigating a domestic assault case. The suspect fled on foot, leading Parnell, the sheriff deputy, to chase him through a fence line and across a field. Okay. During the chase, Barker said a goat from the property joined the deputy. Okay. The goat was named Gracie. Oh. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> when Parnell and the goat reached the next line of fence, the, the suspect continued and so did the goat through the fence. And the deputy and the goat chased the man into the woods and the goat flushed the man out so the deputy could slap the cuffs on wow. him. Wow. Well, the sheriff's office is thanking the goat for assisting the deputies. Sometimes help comes in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> they put that on Facebook. Sometimes help comes in all shapes and sizes. Well, Gracie the goat was returned to its owner after the incident was oh, resolved. Gracie. Gracie's the hero in Now, Gracie the goat yes. helped catch the <laughs> guy, right? Very good. So what do you say? Do you like goats? In general, I do. Yeah, goats have yeah, goats have become like a, like a very good popular like animal. They 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 great cheese, cheese, yoga. People, I don't that? see how you can do yoga with goats but, jumping all over. Okay, the place. but also, but I, I, they also like they also clear out fields like a, or like um, vegetation. Oh, have sure, you seen that yeah. type of thing? Mm-hmm. So I remember like going through like our neighborhood of Urbana one time and like not knowing you know I don't read anything about local what's going on locally and there's like <laughs> no, goats. Of on the side of the house, but clear out the vegetation there. there. Now, uh, so yes, I I like goats. In in the Montgomery family, our our little sister Jill is terrified of goats. Can, 
because when she was little, little sister Jill and big sister Jody, do they have just to give context that one's older than me, one's younger, and I'm in the middle? What's what's wrong with that? But every time you refer to this little sister and big sister, yeah, okay. What's 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 with that, uh, Mister Freud? Oh, the. I think. Oh, the, excuse me, Doctor. The audience knows you're the middle child, and Jody's older, and, J- and J- we don't have to keep on referring to it. She's my big sister, I, and I always call her big sister okay. and little sister. Okay, I'm called big brother and little brother. Oh, really? Or usually it's some other demeaning <laughs> term, but. Uh, see, but, see, but, but that does. So you have two names. They have only one name because I know because J- I'm J- in the J- middle. J- Jill, does Jill call? Does Jody call Jill little sister? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So it's not just me, Neil. But anyway, little sister Jill is terrified of goats because when she was really little, uh-huh. she went to one of those petting zoos with goats uh-huh. and she had goat chow feed in a uh, little ice cream yeah. cone and they just attacked her. And so she's been traumatized ever since. And Jody and I think that's... Big sister Jody right. and you. Big sister Jody that's you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Does she eat goat... Does she drink goat... Eat goat milk or goat, uh, goat cheese? No, milk? just goat chow. Goat chow. Just goat chow with a little goat milk on it. So you've got to be kidding me, Neil. All right, Neil, our next story from the OC Bombers News Desk. Number three. Or number four. Or number four. Yes. This one is called What's That You Smell? What's That You Smell? No, it's not that. It's not that. Uh, looking for a last-minute birthday or anniversary gift? Sure, who doesn't? You know, I, who me? Do I wait to the last minute? Never. You no. <laughs> a new perfume from the Idaho Potato Commission oh my God. purports to give off the aroma of French fries and all of their greasy, salty splendor. <gasps> French fry perfume. Whether you're at a drive through restaurant or dining in, it's near impossible not to grab a fry and take a bite before you dive in. The smell is too good to resist. Agreed. The CEO of the Idaho Potato Commission. <laughs> wow. The limited edition fragrance goes for a buck eighty nine for a one point seven ounce All right. bottle. A buck eighty nine. Is that is that good or bad? I, I well, know. that it's novelty. It's, uh, Do you I, buy I, perfume? I have uh, um, perfume has been bought from a uh, cologne has been bought from me. Yeah, have you ever had to purchase perfume to give as a gift? I have, I have purchased that for Lisa. Yes. I haven't done that in years, and like cologne, I, I don't even wear I, that anymore. But I know, I mean, I, we, it's all me. Oh, I, I love your musk, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and I love yours too, Neil. But we do. But I like we know like what perfume we both Lisa would wear. I mean, this is stuff like the eighties, mm-hmm. whatever it was um, she's wearing. So we're not buying anything new. Not even French fries. Well, but now we might buy the French fry. The fragrance captures one of the but, world's most irresistible scents. It's made or, from distilled Idaho potatoes and essential oils. Of course. Why wouldn't you have oils? The commission uh, cited a recent national survey that found that 90% of Americans find the smell of French fries irresistible. Yes, when you walk into a restaurant. <laughs> but do you want to smell that on your uh, significant other? No, but unless you want to have, I'm thinking maybe you want to have flashbacks of when you were working in McDonald's when you were a teenager. Okay. So <laughs> my first job was yeah. working the fryer at, at Western Sizzling. Right. Okay. Steak place. So I was doing fries all day and then I would go out with Kelly afterwards. And I, I would go there and I would reek up. Maybe that's how I got her to marry me. There you go. So there you go. Maybe. So this is the a question French for Kelly. Kel- maybe, maybe the Idaho Commission's onto something. I think otherwise I don't know why Kelly would have married you. <laughs> right? 
I mean, that, it's all coming together now. That grease smell from the fryer, it like permeates hey, your pores. Hey, you can't get it out. And even then I had hair, so it was probably in my hair for a while too. And it hypnotizes the other person. That's mm. why Kelly's with I me. love French fries. I love Scott and French fries. <laughs> so the Idaho Commission has additional Brilliant. potato merchandise available. Yeah. French fry holder, playing cards, a miniature potato hauling truck, and a three foot tall spuddy buddy what is it i don't know we gotta look up a spuddy buddy because that sounds like that would be amazing love the spuds all right neil our next story this is be this would be number five now i think right number five this is keeping count at home because people so they take notes along the way remember taking notes and the music kicks in uh neil so this story is about climate change but oh oh my gosh seriously i thought we had time this week we usually do five or six what's going i mean what do we just where did time go? Wow. I don't know. All right. I, I, I blame someone else. All right. So that's great. Um, I, I had a lot of fun. How about you? I, I really, I'm still thinking about your musk. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next time we're going to have a lot more fun. All right. Thank you for listening to Lucy Bomber's podcast. We're available on Amazon, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us feedback and comments. Spread the word. Until next time. So long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty.